Hello and welcome to the State of the Fleet Industry, a weekly video series produced by Automotive Fleet Magazine. I'm Mike Antich, editor of Automotive Fleet, and today I'd like to examine what's occurring in the fleet industry for the week of August 29, 2022. And today I'd like to start my presentation with a discussion of last week's annual symposium held by the U.S. Federal Reserve in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So you might ask, why is this important to fleet? Well, one reason is that the meeting is attended by top economists, central bankers, and policymakers from around the world, and it provides important insights on future economic trends, many of which will have a direct impact on fleets. And the theme of this year's symposium was, quote, reassessing constraints on the economy and policy, end of quote, which is a very timely theme vis-a-vis -vis the economic environment we're currently experiencing in the fleet market for the past two years. So one reoccurring topic of discussion at the Federal Reserve meeting focused on inflation, which in the U.S. is currently at 8.3%. The Federal Reserve would like to reduce this inflation to 2%, and to accomplish this, it's been raising interest rates to slow economic demand. In a keynote speech given by the chairman of the U.S. Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, he made national and international news by saying that higher interest rates will persist for some time, and he expects the Federal Reserve to continue raising interest rates that he acknowledges will cause pain, that's his words, that he acknowledges will cause pain to the U.S. economy in order to achieve the 2% inflation goal. And critics of his policy say that by slowing the economy to dampen inflation, it'll have potential unintended consequences. In particular, these critics fear that higher interest rates, if sustained, will exert downward pressure on economic growth that could potentially trigger a recession. And based on past history, a leading indicator for future economic vitality is the construction market, which is also a major fleet buyer of pickup trucks and vans. And if you look back in hindsight to the Great Recession of 2008-2009, one of the early indicators of the impending recession was a slowdown in the sale of vocational vehicles. So what are we seeing today? According to Moody's Analytic, the economy is experiencing the fastest housing market contraction since 2006. Second, mortgage rates are up due to interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve and this is contributing to a 6% decline in home sales. So the question is, how are these market dynamics impacting fleet activity in the construction industry? And the best source to get a pulse of the construction market in the US is the Associated General Contractors of America, an industry association whose membership represents 27,000 companies. Based on the association's recent survey of its members, contractors say that economic demand remains strong for non-residential projects, and that there's been minimal impact on fleet acquisitions by construction fleets, which is good news for the fleet industry. However, there are four big issues that still confront construction fleets. First, the construction industry is experiencing supply chain constraints, just like all of us, and it's taking longer to get materials in order to proceed with construction projects. Second, Construction material costs have increased more than expected. In fact, 84% of the survey respondents say that their costs are higher than anticipated, and these cost increases are being passed on to their customers, with 69% of the contractors stating that they're quoting higher prices into their bids and contracts. Third, these continuing costs and supply chains are leading to more project deferrals. 
projects aren't getting completed in time. In fact, contractors state that 72% of the projects have taken longer to complete than anticipated. And finally, fourth, the construction companies are finding it difficult to hire enough workers. And a key reason for the staffing shortage is due to COVID because the construction industry has one of the lowest worker vaccination rates in the country. So while there are vulnerabilities to the construction industry due to higher interest rates and supply constraints, to date, these concerns haven't impacted the overall industry's fleet acquisition patterns. Nevertheless, the construction industry is a fleet segment to watch closely because it's one of the most vulnerable fleet segments to an economic slowdown. And in many ways, the construction industry is the equivalent of the proverbial canary in the coal mine when it comes to forecasting future economic trends. So let's take a deeper dive and examine the construction industry fleet acquisition patterns because there continues to be a high demand for full-size vans in the construction market, but there is concern about future product availability, in particular the decrease in the number of choices of compact work vans, which are popular with many trade professionals and for fleets in general. So. Let's examine this concern in a little more detail. First, there are fewer compact options available today, but the fear is that there may be even fewer options in the future. So for instance, Nissan Motor Corporation ended its production of its van, its entire van line, and Stellantis ended production of the ProMaster City. And the latest speculation now involves the Ford Transit Connect, which is today's sales leader in the small van segment. And this speculation arose due to an article published in a major automotive industry trade publication, which reported that Ford Motor Company had canceled plans to build the next generation Transit Connect in Mexico, and that it'll end U.S. sales by the end of calendar year 2023. And currently, Ford imports the Transit Connect from Spain, but according to the article, Ford will stop importing the current Transit Connect from Spain by the end of calendar year 2023 although the van will continue to be sold as a Europe-only model. Now, this hasn't been publicly confirmed by Ford, nor has it been publicly denied for that matter. Ford, along with all other manufacturers, have long-standing positions not to discuss future product plans. But this story has not been picked up by a number of other media organizations in both North America and Europe. But if it is true, fleet managers are already grumbling that it will negatively impact their fleets because now they'll have to transition to full-size vans, which not only increases their acquisition costs, but also increases their operating costs because of the higher fuel consumption. So a second indicator supporting the ongoing strong fleet activity in the marketplace is a decline industry-wide in overall fleet operating costs due to the ongoing decline in gasoline prices. In fact, we are now in the second longest consecutive week-over-week -week decline in fuel prices in the history of fuel management. So, for example, the national average per gallon price for regular gasoline declined on Tuesday, August 23rd, to $3.89 per gallon, and that's down from $4.38 a month ago. This is the 73rd time in the last 75 days that gasoline prices have declined. And the only longer streak of gasoline price declines occurred in 2005, and that streak lasted for 117 days. So while these declines in gasoline prices are impressive, it's still important to put it in perspective and realize that gasoline prices today 
are still 73 cents higher than a year ago. So why are gasoline prices declining? Well, there are three factors behind this decline. First, when the national average price of gasoline reached $5 per gallon, it proved to be a breaking point for many drivers, with many choosing to drive less, which decreased demand in the marketplace. In fact, in California, it reached $6 per gallon. A second reason for the decline is that there are recession fears in the U.S. and worries about the China economy drove crude oil prices sharply lower in the world market, which triggered a corresponding decline in gasoline prices. And the third factor was the decision by the Biden administration to authorize an unprecedented release of 180 million barrels of stockpiled oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve over a 180-day period. This increased the amount of oil in the market, which helped increase supply versus demand. So in conclusion, it appears that the downturn in home sales and supply constraints in the construction industry are not impacting fleet activity among contractor fleets, and the ongoing decline in per gallon cost of gasoline is helping to exert downward pressure on fleet operating costs. So with this as my final observation, I'd like to conclude my State of the Fleet Industry presentation for the week of August 28, 2022, and I'd like to thank you for watching.